Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. This episode of Wealth Made Simple, we're going to cover grade two listed buildings. Mm. Now, you quite like grade two listed buildings, don't you? I love them. Never used to. I mean, I've always loved, I like architecture. Yeah. Now, one thing that I like about London and many of the places, but especially London, is the, uh, the architecture is phenomenal, beautiful. Cambridge is and if you, Yeah, yeah. And, but if you go and explore, uh, it's mind-blowing uh, how people created these buildings back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and I've always admired grade two listed buildings or any form of listed building. Uh, but I was always afraid of doing any work on them because everybody says, when I say everybody, most people say, Oh, the hard work and the counters are difficult and you can't do this and you can't do that. You can't change this. Was, it, uh, was this a case of more they say and then you started to ask the question, who's they? And you found out that it wasn't actually all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's, 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 you know, it's not day from the pub. It's actually people who are property investors uh, who've been told, okay, that grade two listed buildings are complicated. Uh, and I wouldn't say they're complicated per se. They can be. They're different. You just got to handle them differently. I mean, everything. You got to be more sympathetic towards the infrastructure and what's there. Everything's complicated if you want it to be. Yeah, uh, but I quite enjoyed them. I, I, I've done, I think, two. And we're going to our, our third one now. Yeah, we've done two. Yeah, and, and our third one. So, uh, in the space of the last three and a half, four years, I, okay. Uh, so, I quite like them. Yeah, yeah, and I mean they they are they offer a little window into history, don't they? A little little window into what what has come before, and it's 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 nice. And there's some beautiful features, yeah, which you which you can make good use of. I mean, the one that we're going to work on next, as you know, uh, in Boston, okay, it's a stunning building, oh, stunning building, absolutely stunning. You know what I mean? The yeah. windows, the entrance, okay, mm. uh, the ceiling. Uh, some of the doors, uh, phenomenal. You can't, yeah. you can't, but I don't think you can build that today. Or if you did, it'd cost a lot of money. It would cost a lot. Of money. To that, to that level, and that type of material, and some of that yeah. maybe it's become obsolete, or there's, there's better way of, of of doing things, and it, it probably costs too much to do. But yeah, it's just stunning. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the, I mean, the thing with older buildings, grade listed buildings, things like that, is, you know some of the things that were not considered features when the building was built have become features over time. Yeah, because they've kind of become obsolete. You know, I, we, between us, you and, you, you and I went, uh, it must have been, oh, wow, it was last year now. Um, and we, we went and looked at a building and the ceilings were very, very low. Do you remember? Oh, yes. Uh, and, I mean, below... Yeah, you the legal, walk, the you legal could, standard you for, walk, walk, for, for, walk, for this day and age. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not the tallest man in the world. You know, I, I touch six foot on a good day um, when I've got my heels on. And the rest. <laughs> Platforms. Um, but, you know, you had to duck to walk around these, this entire building. 
Yet other buildings of the same period have these huge vaulted, lofted ceilings that very high ceilings seems to go seem to go on for absolutely miles, and they're fantastic. Because sometimes, and in some cases, and I've seen people do this, um, you can the healing ceiling healings the ceilings are that high. You can get a second floor in there. We've done that. Yeah, we did that. <laughs> uh, at uh, the New England Club, mm-hmm. we're so high, we got a third floor in there. Yeah, exactly. And as long as, yeah, you know, as long as you go into it with your eyes wide open, yeah, you, know, you do all the structural work, you understand what it is you're getting into. Things like that are entirely po- possible. And from an investment point of view, if you're investing in a very high ceilinged, grade two listed building, ceilinged, <laughs> ceilinged, there is no ceiling on it. Um, you can do things like that. And if you're doing, for example, as you were, a commercial conversion, going from commercial property to residential, you're turning it into yeah, what is essentially high-end flats. Suddenly you've got triple the space or at least double the land, the floor space that you had before because you make use of that airspace if you like in, bet- in between um, floors if done right they are attractive to many people because they're beautiful buildings uh, and you can make some features out of them we have done, made quite a few different features uh, over the years and uh, they're more appealing yeah uh, so there's more demand for them there is kids are different yeah and and to add on to that, there is there there can be more demand for them, but there's also for for renters, not necessarily investors, because a lot of investors hear the word "grade two listed" and get scared. You know, truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there, there's also a limited supply of them overall when compared to yeah, you know, your bog other, standard building, yeah, your bog standard building, yeah, because you know they don't make them like that no more. They don't make them no. like they used to, Shaz. Well, Hitler bombed some of them, didn't he? Well, yeah. In London. And the rest that we've got yeah. uh, are well-preserved. Yeah, and you know, and they will last for another, you know, 100 years, you know, willing. But, you know, but that, that's one of the nice, nice things about them is they are, they are there and people want to live. And the last property I was looking at buying... Um, one of these selling features of it was that this is an old listed building that's got character. It's quirky. And a lot of people really, really resonate with that. They really like it. They they enjoy the quirkiness of it, the little things that you don't get in a flat pack house, as, ter- you know, as the term goes. You know. A wimpy or a persimmon or whatever, yeah? Yeah, yeah. You know, which... Yeah, you know, makes great two listed buildings very, very attractive for buyers as well as investors. Absolutely. Um, what was I going to say there? I've completely lost my train of thought. While you think about it, okay. I think obviously uh, you have to work very closely with the local authority uh, and uh, they'll have a conservation officer. Yeah. Who will want to work closely with you. 
there may be more work that you need to do because it's, it's an old building and the sound testing acoust- acoustics pressure test all that kind of stuff uh, uh, and uh, not just the tests but more work to meet the current uh, standard and criteria not always but it could be uh, it, c- it can work in your favor because I don't, the next one that, that we're doing in Boston which I just mentioned okay uh, it's got uh, the floors are made of cement so that's good soundproofing in itself do you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah, that's yeah. gonna save us money uh, and then you uh, once you've obtained planning you then got to get listed building consent as well if you don't you're in big trouble you're breaking the law uh, so you got to make sure you get that and then obviously the counter will have a, a certain view on the windows the doors external features okay internal features and sometimes some of the stuff okay uh, with all things being equal Kiran is ridiculous we had one door knackered I said you can't change it but the door's knackered yeah it's a, no good for anybody and it's not the, show me the feature that this door has or what's special about it there's nothing no yeah? but you weren't allowed to change it no we weren't another one we had a bit of busted fireplace horrible really you could, you could replace it and then something similar in a much better way okay and it would look good wouldn't let you do it sometimes they pick stuff here there's no real reason you know uh, but most of not to be fair to councils uh, most of them are that I've had to get exposure with both for my clients and myself okay uh, they're, they're very helpful and reasonable and sensible because they want to see listed buildings come back into use because yeah. some of them are been empty for a while and especially if they've been empty for a while so they'll be helpful and sympathetic towards your cause as well uh, and so make sure you get listed building consent before you start work and make sure you know what you can what you can't change and that leads me into the point that I was thinking about aren't you glad I'm here I'm so glad you're here you make my life I feel easier. like the expert now you make my life easier every day um, I should get paid for it shouldn't I you should yeah. why don't do you not no I thought you were doing this for the love because I love you yeah of course I do yeah, yeah. that's why I'm here um, but using the right materials because and this is something that i think people should understand is that the materials that we use to build houses 100 years ago 200 years ago are not the same that we the technologies move forward they're not the same materials they're not the same mixtures so you can't just put modern cement on a grade two listed building for example you've got to use and this is you know in a part of all the legislation and stuff you've got to use the same materials if you if possible where with when when repairing structural or repairing parts of the building that require it so you, yeah limestone cement was used you know 100 years ago you've got to use the same limestone cement to repair certain aspects of greater list of buildings if it's been used with limestone cement and that'll be on record rather than modern cement because it's more acidic or less acidic i forget which way around it but the point is still the same. You can't use modern construction methods for everything within a grade two listed building, can you? Yep. You know, so I think it's important to recognize that. I think... And be aware of it beforehand because it might escalate your costs. Yep, and, fa- and factor that in. Um, I think the... Yeah, What's I, useful, though, is if there's a listed building which has been empty for a while, depending on which council and what funding is available, sometimes... Local authorities have the funding available to bring that or build bring certain buildings back into use, so they'll give you uh, some 
central government funding that they've received to bring buildings back into use. So they'll pay for sometimes uh, the windows, the doors, the uh, roof. part of the roof. Okay, sometimes the internal features. Yeah. So that's a nice helping hand. Yeah, yeah, it really is. But going forward from that, once you've yeah, you know, assuming you've got everything in place, you've done all the work, you've done all your due diligence, you've checked everything off. The maintenance of that building is something that you should calculate into your costs because. Again, as we've said before, using the right materials, using the right, and so, you know, if it's got a specific type of roof, and you know, half the roof gets blown off in a freak storm or something, you've got to replace that because that central funding is only there for a moment. It's brought back into use. Then you better have some insurance. Yeah, and then it's on you, <laughs> and you've got to make sure mm. that that's maintained in the proper way, in keeping with. The way the building was in keeping with the area in keeping with you know the way it is viewed around and looked culturally so you know it's just something to be be very very aware of in terms of the the maintenance side of it um but overall you know it can add another string to your bow of investment opportunities that you've utilized well, less and people are keen to work on these. Probably yeah. those who've got experience usually. So, uh, you're fishing in a much smaller pin, pop, pin, much smaller pond. <laughs> fishing in a much smaller pin. Yeah, I like a pin. Pin in Punjabi means like a village. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it was the right word, just the kind of just wrong yeah, language in the wrong context. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and like you say. If you if you're using greater listed buildings to diversify your portfolio, you know you can get sometimes a much better deal, and then the help from the central government reserve, and then do your conversion, and that sometimes that incentive in and of itself. If you're, if you're aware of that competitive advantage, they're having the knowledge and the information. Knowledge is key. Yeah. And then acting on it. And then what happens if, you know, you know, and people must have heard of, heard of you know, this. Or, and if you haven't, I'm going to tell you. The government has an incentive that EPC ratings must be at a certain level by, I think it's 2028. 26 or 8, yeah. Um all, so many dates, I, don't, I, yeah, I forget yeah. most of them. No. Um, I, I think I was reading earlier, the EPC uh, grade C, C has to be by 2028, but um, mm -hmm. you can't rent anything out that's new from 2025 mm -hmm. onwards. That's right. Something like that. Still there. Um, so where do grade two listed buildings fall into that category? Because sometimes it may be impossible to get to grade C. Because you can't change the windows because they're single glazing. You can't upgrade them to double glazing. You can't upgrade them to triple glazing. If I mean, triple glazing is nice to have, but it's not need to have. Mm -hmm. um, but single glazing is not energy efficient. Um, some of the key features within the building may be non-energy efficient. And how do grade two listed buildings fall into that? 
You're going to give the answer, I hope. I am going to give you the answer to that. Um, the thing with um, grade two listed buildings on, on any of that side of it is there are certain exemptions to um, the legislation provided you can prove that you are not allowed to change the windows, change, you know, make the changes that would allow you to be compliant with it. But you've got to jump through all the rings. You've got to jump through all the hoops. You've got to make sure that when you're doing all the work and when you're implementing things, everything else you've got is up to scratch or in some cases above that code because obviously the an overall rating of EPCC, for example, is an average of all the energy ratings within the unit. So if you've got, you may have to spend a little bit more and get better energy efficient radiators, for example, if you can install new radiators, better efficient, you know, if you're keeping, you know, the other bits and pieces, insulation in the ceiling, in the floor, things like that need to be better than the average. Of course you do, because you've got to compensate for... Because you've you, got to compensate for... Of the windows, if, yeah. if that yeah. were... Yeah, uh, for example. Relevant, yeah, of course you do, yeah. So, you know, it's some, something to be aware that it may actually cost you more in that regard in terms of overcompensating in other areas that you can compensate in versus the things you cannot change. Now we can do about that, my friend, when it's government regulation. Yeah, and but it's something to be aware of that... In your calculations, In your, your calculations, your costs, you can't... Because a lot of people and you know, will go, the government minimum is C. Okay, I'll make sure I hit C. And that'll be the end of that. Yeah. And it's more expensive to hit A, so can you blame them? Yeah, you know, that, that's, that's yeah, just... Yeah, that's just, I have no problem with people who... I, I don't know if you're meeting government yeah. guidelines and um, legislation, fine. But if you're going through a grade two listed building, some things you can't change. Um, key features like the windows, a lot of the time, you can't change. Doors, you can't change. Yeah. So... And sometimes you're handicapped in terms of doing certain things. Yeah. Uh, making rooms smaller, for example, yeah. uh, because there's something in the ceiling or the floor where you, where you can't divide it up. Yeah. Uh, so that might cost you more to do or get round, or you're not utilising the space in the best way possible. Because people need to do a simple calculation of it's 100 square metres or whatever. Okay, 25% in the space I can't use, 75% I can. How many flats can I get in here or apartments? It's not always... I mean, that's a big uh, big thumb rule, yeah? Yeah. Uh, but it's not always precise. Walking around the building, as you said, and, you know, as we were talking about earlier, creating capacity if it's a high ceiling, that, that type of stuff, that has more benefit in terms of adding value so you just gotta be aware of that don't just do the simple uh the back of a cigarette packet calculation thing this is going to work all the time because if you get it wrong you can get it horribly wrong and one thing and you don't want to get it wrong when you're buying a building for a couple hundred grand plus yeah i mean you know the kind of sizes that we buy uh yeah. which are more and if it's a half million um, a million quid get it wrong that's gonna be painful that Very entry tax painful. yeah that entry is tax gonna hurt that we've discussed before is going to really hurt on something like that. And also, if you get it wrong, you could potentially get it wrong in the worst way possible, which is with um, the listed building um, status heritage conservation, which means you are then 
responsible for putting it back exactly the way it was before you started work at your own Ouch. cost. Mm. That's law. Yeah. That's, 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 uh, and that's not a fun place to find yourself no. in. And, you know, and that's the thing with grade two listed buildings. Well, ignorance isn't bliss, is it? No, no, it's not. And it's not an excuse either. No. And, you know, that's why we do shows like this, where we give you the heads up, but this is just that. It's just a heads up. You know, this is by no no means an exhaustive list. Uh, there are so You're many You're fully th- conclusive, yeah? No. There are so many other things to cover. And, I mean, we could we could go on for a good few hours about grade two listed buildings. Yeah. And about... Because it's interesting. Yeah. And, there we are. You know, take, taking a look at... Um, actual grade two listed buildings going yeah if you look at yeah, and the difference between grade two and grade one listed buildings. oh that's well, a hub that's a big that's difference they're the huge difference yeah um, but we don't have time or scope for that on this particular show yeah don't don't look at the grade one just stick to grade two for stick now stick to grade two for now trust me on that yeah you'll have to take my take my word as far <laughs> yeah as gospel because yeah. grade, grade one listed buildings that's a whole new ball game yeah um but if you are interested in grade two listed buildings, you know, go around, have a look at them, enjoy their character, enjoy the quirkiness of them, enjoy the difference that they bring. And they give you a competitive advantage because most people shy away from them. Yep. And then that that's just it. Enjoy the competitive advantage you get of being one of the few people that will go through grade listed grade two listed buildings and you know, look to work with them, work on them. And work with somebody if you, if, you, if it's your first project on a grade two listed building. Work with somebody who's got experience, like a, 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 a specialist builder. Yeah, who can work on grade two. Having a, a mentor, or a coach, or a guide, or a JV partner who's done that stuff before. Yeah, and you you cut your teeth in the job. Don't get greedy. Oh, I want to keep it all to myself, but I don't know what I'm doing. I'll, I'll have a go. Wrong kind of business to be having Wrong a go. Wrong business to have a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know how that usually ends up. That usually ends up with you missing some important piece of legislation and having to put the building back exactly as you found it. Sleepless nights, cost with tears, nights tears, loss, weight yeah. loss, aging by 10 years. Every day. More grey hair, hair loss. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah and, and everything else that comes with it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not a good place to be in. But if you are interested, do your due diligence, do your research. But they are a fantastic thing to add to your portfolio over time. And they will continue to grow. They will continue to stand there. But as long as you, you do all the work that is required of you beforehand, it, it's yeah. a great investment, in my personal opinion. Well, they've served me well over the years, and that's why I continue to look for them and work on them. Uh, and it, it, we were talking about uh, on a different episode in terms of uh, getting the best out of your job. When, when contractors, subcontractors come in, they love working on them too. Yeah. Because they're quirky, they're different, they've got features, okay? They're slightly special, okay? Uh, so they'll, they'll take good care and come up with some good ideas on how you can make it even better. So it, it makes the building process, process more interesting. Enjoyable. And more enjoyable. Yeah. But as, you know, Shaz rightly just said, you know, make sure you do get a specialist who has worked on grade two listed buildings before because otherwise you could end up in hot water. On that note, that's all the time we have for this week. We'll see you you next next week. week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. 
You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.